Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the very first One Truth, Two Lies game show. I asked you all to meet yourselves, actually, and I realised I want you guys to cheer with me. So can you unmeet yourselves and cheer with me, then Woo! meet yourselves again? Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, guys, so One Truth, Two Lies. It's a very simple game. Let's get straight to it. The rules are pretty simple. Here with us today, we have three contestants. Contestants, introduce yourself. First of all, Enoch. Hi, I'm Enoch, as was stated. I'm a treasurer here at Autop 1AM and a student here at Warwick University. I I'm a second year, I believe, and I study history and politics. Nice. Sophie? Hi, I'm Sophie. I'm a head of publicity here at Raw. Um, I'm a second year student too, I think. I do history. Um, and I'm really, really excited to be here. Really excited, yes. And Jude. Hello, my name is Jude. I'm a PPE student here at the university. Uh, last term, I presented a show with Dunya and Oscar uh, called Wednesday Morning Even in the Shed. Yes, okay, so those are our three contestants. And then we have our two judges, our station managers, actually. Um, yes, I'm Lucy. I am one of the co-station managers here at Raw. I study politics and international studies and I am in my third year and apparently graduating. Who knows? And I'm Ren and I'm a second year physics student, or at least I try to be. I'm really trying my best. I think we can all relate to that right now, especially because it's exam season. So we've met our three contestants and we have our two judges. So I will give a statement about our three contestants, Enoch, Jude and Sophie. However, there is one truth and two lies between our three contestants. The statement will apply to one of them, while two of these people are lying. Lucy and Rin, our judges, your job is to figure out who is lying and who the truth teller is. I will give you all, give you both 10 minutes to speak to each of our contestants and ask questions, prompt some conversation, as long as it's not specific or directly linked to the statement. By the end of the show, I'll ask you guys, who do you think the truth teller is? If you correctly guess the truth teller, well, the truth teller wins the show and is happy to put on their CV that they were the first winner of One Truth, Two Lies here on Wall 12.51am. And if you incorrectly guess the truth teller, well, you can put on the CV that you're still a part of the show. Is everyone okay with the rules and everything? Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, we so let's get straight to it. The statement is drum roll, please. I used to do flower arranging as a hobby. Contestants, is there any of you who want to go first who are really excited to just talk about flower arranging because you know? As your hobby with any of our judges? I, I mean, you know what? Yeah, I can get back on the old flower arranging horse. I've missed it. It's been a time. There we go. Enoch, I will time 10 minutes. You will be free to talk with our judges. They'll be asking you questions, prompt some conversation, and you just have to tell us about your love for flower arranging as your hobby back in the day. Yeah. Lucy, Rin, take it away. Awesome. Well, I think the first question really is, how did you get into flower arranging? Um, well, actually, this is, um, it was during counselling, because um, my school used to have a professional counsellor. And I went there back in um, year eight, because I I used to have a very, 
this is very sad. I'm really very, very humanitarian about myself. I used to have a debilitating fear of dogs. Um, I used to have a debilitating fear of dogs. And my counsel was like, this is for general anxiety. You need to find something soothing for you to do. And so he said, you should take up flower arrangements. We live where I lived. I said, lived. Um, actually, I did live there because it was school and I was a boarder. But we were nearby a flower shop. He was like, okay, we're going to go. You can try and arrange some flowers. And so yeah, I've gone to flower arranging that way. So it's sort of a therapy tool. Okay. So how often did you partake in flower arranging? I, well, I used, to, well, used to do it once a week with the counsellor. And then I, you know, I, I think I, I sort of slowed down since I stopped going in about in uh, year 10. But I used to do it once a week pretty regularly once I had that school with him. What would you do with, like, when you made a flower arrangement, what would you then, like, do with it? Would you just, like, leave it, give it to someone or, like, I don't know, take a picture of it? I, I would under, I would just underrate. It was, like, I can't express enough to you. Um, as a boy going to an all-boys school, it was deeply humiliating that I was involved in flower. No one wanted to see my flower arrangements. It wasn't like a, a thing I like to talk about with anyone. It was... Honestly, to the day, I'm surprised I'm willing to talk about it here. To be uh, it's honestly, it's <laughs> not being a great deal of popularity with, with people. Because I mean, I think I wasn't good at rugby, I wasn't good at football, hockey, but I arranged flowers and then like Enoch, come on, get serious. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I think I did once send a picture of my flowers to my mum, but she didn't like the way the colours were arranged. And so she said, um, she, and she told me as such, she's like, Enoch. Um, I'm glad you love arranging flowers. I don't like, I think you've done it badly here. Um, so I stopped taking photos of that. My heart is broken. You're giving us well, quite a sob story there, Enoch. That, that, is, that is sad. That's very tragic. I was, why did you decide to carry on flower arranging, you know, long term? I just, I found it, I... As a distractic, my brain does not actually like decorate. I'm not good at decorating things. I was once in um, I was once in a history class, and my history was my favourite lesson. And it was literally my one job was I was given the glue and I was sticking things onto the poster. And my history teacher walked up to my group, who's like, guys, considering Enoch, Enoch's skill with creating images, which is comparable to a dog licking its own bath, do you think do you think it's a good idea to have him have him sticking things down? Um, and so he, he, so yeah, I, no one, no one rated my ability to make anything. I was bad at art. I was bad, literally, I couldn't even have to sit things down. So I just, I appreciated that flower arranging was like the one time I could go somewhere. I could make something that was, re that by any measure would have to have a, a, a bare limit for how ugly it could be. And no one would look at it and be like, that's horrifying. And I just appreciated having that space. I'm glad you didn't do geography A level then, because that was all colouring yeah. and cutting, cutting and sticking. No, geography, so, you know. geography. I, I, one of the only people to fail geography in year nine because I could not colour. And I was my colouring was that bad. At one point, my teacher was like, "Enoch, I don't know if you're colourblind." I'm like, "No, I just like, I just not good. Leave me alone. I can't keep to the line. I don't know what everything is. Leave me alone." Um, That's sad. I never did geography in this country, so I'm really confused about what what you guys were like doing. I'll explain one day. I will yeah. explain. It's cutting, sticking, and colouring. That's all you need to know. Geography, yeah. not, not a subject that is exactly taken seriously. Just to warn you guys, we're just about halfway through. Any more questions? Why did you stop? Um, well, I think I sort of stopped going to counselling or to come in because once I got to the end of year 10, I was got more and more busy and there wasn't really time to go anymore. And also, 
I can't stress enough how deeply humiliating it was that people were finding out I used to arrange flowers like every Friday afternoon. Um, so I, I just I decided to get into other things. I took up swimming. Um, I started doing debating instead. I thought that, that's why I started doing my friend up. So I would only go to counts. And also, I, I just got better. I wasn't I wasn't afraid of dogs anymore. I became a more you know human person who could exist in the world without having a panic attack every time you saw like a small barking animal. So I didn't really need counseling as much. So my school was like, well, if you don't need as much, you don't really have to go all the time. He has other kinds of to see. As long as much time we can give you. So I just yeah, just a combination of factors. If this is true, I just want to say, like, we stand you arranging flowers, like. Yes, we do. If this is true, I would like to request um, some bouquets for the office when we reopen, please. Uh, and the studio. Paid commission, and I would be the one paying myself, so I don't know how that would work, legally speaking. Will I have to seek another, an outside market, a third party to, to do it? I, I don't know. I'll look into it. We, you know, we can do that. We can do that. A thousand pounds for a flower <laughs> right. flowers. I have to my own rates. I, it's, a, it's a whole nightmare. Lovely. I hope you do receipts. Um, I have to say one thing. What is there anything in particular you enjoyed about it? So if you I, could say there is one thing, what did you enjoy most about it? I love the lady who, was, who ran the flower shop, Mr. Caskell. She was, one, she was absolutely lovely. She was like... Very much late in life. I don't want to put a, a name because you should never ask a lady her age. So I never asked her her age. Um, but she was actually she's just the sweetest person. And she would, you know, she'd see me come around like, oh, you know, lovely to see you again. Um, and every time I'd go away for summer and come back, she's like, oh, look at how you've grown. Um, even though I, I really didn't grow that much in that, that period of time. But she was just, she was so nice. Um, and she used to like, give me books. Like, I think she gave me books to read. Like I, I got my first copy um, of To Kill a Mockingbird from her. And oh God. I loved her so much. And I, I don't know. I've not spoken to her in many years. So I hope she's doing okay. This, this is, isn't is true. You sold us. Such an emotional well. story. It's yeah, it's Again. the details. I'm trying to, you know, I, I, I'd like to think I've, I've known you. I've been in a room multiple times with you, had long conversations with yes. you. I'm trying to try and sense any form of, untruth here and I'm struggling this is this is very interesting if this is true or not we are discovering a whole other side to you exactly would you would you still do flower arrangements mm. you know what maybe we're not like if I thought if someone like Enoch we're gonna go do arrangements and flowers I mean I'll come along I was, I'd say expertise I wasn't like to be clear I wasn't good at it <laughs> I wasn't good at no one was like Enoch you're an expert flower or even like a decent McCaskill was, was mostly just very kind <laughs> very kind about what I was doing um but yeah I would it'd be a nice activity to do I miss it is that all for my judges very cute yeah yeah is it from me I'm I'm good for now this is you know I am uh learning more things about my exec every day so tell us about so far do we think Enoch is he truth teller or a liar big fat liar it's a very good story. I think it would have to be compared against the other two, but it seems very solid at the moment. And there was like zero mm -hmm. hesitation. Although I know Enoch, yeah. he doesn't really like hesitate. Like, no, he's very confident when he says something and he knows and he means it. Well, I speak the truth. So oh. have I ever lied to you? Think about that. I well, probably have. Enoch. Let's not think about that. Don't analyze everything <laughs> I've ever said. Let's not that. Probably not, probably not the best thing to say. Probably not the best thing brain. to say in the game show that you that you've lied before. Unless you're playing, would I lie to you? In which case, it would be a great thing to say. That is very um, true. That is very true. 
Right, guys, we're going for a quick break and we'll be back to listen to Sophie. Your breakfast, the feel-good way to start your day. This is Breakfast Radio for Warwick students, by Warwick students. Playing the feel-good hits and brightening up your morning. Plus, we have the best gaps, games and giveaways to freshen up your stagecoach commute. Listen to Raw Breakfast every day from 8am. I know you can't stay forever I know you've got friends in the bathroom stall Been wanting to do this since I met you Can we just stay for You just get distracted See someone you know I'll be waiting, getting patient all alone Go out on the balcony, light myself a smoke Start talking to someone that I don't even know They just might invite me to see another spot You'll be trying to find me again, but I'll be gone We'll forget each other and I will carry on But that don't have to happen and that's not what I want Cause I know you can't stay forever I know you got friends in the bathroom store Been wanna do this as a measure Can we just stay for one more song? If you leave now, I might forget ya The memory fades and I'm way too gone Just hoping we wake up together Maybe just stay for one more song
and welcome back everyone so just to resume we just heard Enoch's quite emotional sob story if I'm honest I think our judges were really in for an emotional ride there as he explained to us he began flower arranging uh, as as his form of therapy and well all, all that I think Enoch you really really did make us go for an emotional emotional thrill there but now we are putting Sophie on the hot spot. Our judges will be talking and questioning Sophie. Uh, and to reiterate, the statement is, I used to do flower arranging as my hobby. I'll repeat, I used to do flower arranging as my hobby. Sophie, tell us all about your hobby back in the day as a flower arranger. Well, back in the day, we're talking about kind of as a young kid. Well, no, I didn't mean it, young teenager, like old kid, to be fair. Um, and as you may or may not know, my mum works for the church. Um, and at this point, my mum was the vicar at a church. Um, so I'd be going into church during like days where there wasn't actually like a service or anything, just because she was doing admin. And like, I was too young to be home alone. So I just got taken along. Um, and the flower ladies were there, the flower ladies. And um, basically, I started just joining in. I, I took an interest because, ooh, pretty flowers, you know, when you're young, that kind of thing. And um, basically, I just picked it up. They adopted me as this little kid, free labour, you know, to help them with the, <laughs> the flower arranging. But I quite enjoyed it, honestly. Um, I, when I left, they even gave me a cool little vase with a rose in um, as a goodbye present when my mum moved away. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was really cute. I like flowers. They're pretty. When Kieran buys me flowers, I put them in nice arrangements and stuff. Like, I don't own a vase anymore, so I cut, I cut open plastic bottles to put them in. Um, but yeah, I, I used to do it. It was fun. Cute. Okay. Okay. Um, what did you enjoy about it? Let's go with that. Well, okay. <laughs> I liked having the power of controlling what the church looked like for events. So basically, like, you're making flower arrangements. You'd be doing it for weddings and things. But also for special church day services, like Easter where you basically get to do this grand like flower display on the altar um, and it's just kind of like I'm an artist at heart so it was kind of like having a bit of art people people would look at and I really enjoyed that and again I liked the bragging rights of saying oh, I did that and like showing off to all the elderly women in in the church and then getting the kind of free cake and stuff that they'd give out yeah so you've you've told us quite extensively how you got into it what made you staying sort of carry on doing it? You know, because it's all right, sort of helping out once. What was the sort of um, long term appeal? Well, it, okay, so it wasn't like a. I, I immediately loved it and and did it religiously. Get the joke? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> did it. Sorry, distracted myself there. Um, did it every week. Uh, it was kind of they asked for me to come back, basically. So there were many times in church where I'd be doing something. A prime example. I once play, was playing the piano and singing at church and then I was asked to do someone's wedding by them asking my mum about this random girl that was playing piano. Same thing happened with flowers. They basically were like, your daughter was really good or really helpful. I probably just did all the like, you know, the running around they didn't want to do of like putting flowers in places because they're elderly and I was a lot more mobile. But they basically asked for me to come back and I was like, well, I'll give it one more week and like see how I go, you know. And I just, I really loved, the ladies were really nice. It was free biscuits. It was, nice arty things you know I'm a creative person I like that that's why I love flower arranging really wow this is like it's really building a picture I'm very impressed by you guys um 
Okay. What? What? Oh, I was going to ask something and I immediately forgot what it was. Did you do it like outside of church? Um, I do it outside of church in the sense of if someone bought me flowers or my mum got flowers, I'd arrange them for them. Um, but it never became anything beyond like, and my mum had flowers a lot. Like I'm not saying like it wasn't something I was doing regularish like growing up. But like my mum and dad take a lot of pride in their garden and stuff, all of those things. So like they bring flowers in from the garden or they go to shops. And I've had boyfriends like for many years of my life. So I've always been bought flowers and things. Not to brag here. <laughs> but basically, um, it's, it's, it, it was like a hobby of something that I didn't go out my way to spend money to do. But when I got to do it, it was something I appreciate to doing. Um, I think the reason I don't class it as a hobby anymore is because genuinely I've only had like two two flowers sets of flowers bought for me in the past like two or three years um the men I've been dating recently have been slacking you know is that a hint for the next birthday then that we well I can't I can't pop Kieran actually he did buy me roses last week but when it's one one particular flower it's not exactly the best for arranging you know like if you better um, get him to like listen to this take notes and everything (laughs) I, I'm planning it. What do you think I'm doing here? I'm just planting ideas in his head. Um, but yeah, if it, if it was something that was cheap to do, I think I would do it. Would have done it much more regularly. But flowers aren't exactly the cheapest thing to be involved in. Um, there's the whole pollen thing. I don't know if you've seen the bee movie, um, but you know, like that gave me also a fear of taking it too seriously, which sounds really stupid. I know, but I get irrational anxieties about things. The bee movie made me irrationally anxious that if I decided to become a florist one day, that like bees would die out. So yeah. And you'd you'd marry a bee in the end. No, I, I didn't say that I'd be the one that married the bee. Possibly though, you know. You never know. I, I, I like to give everyone a chance. So a talking, so I can get to know them. I did a minute for the for the bee movie. Oh, Dave, set her off. Um would there be anything that would inspire you to take it up again? Would there be um, anything that, that would inspire you to take it up again? Not a pun, but you know. I was a good one. I did that intentionally, but I don't I have like that. My brain if, cells aren't that coordinated. If I so was I'm, in the position where there were like flowers to be arranged, so say raw office suddenly turned into something that had flowers brought to it, then I, I wouldn't be against, you know, arranging them. Uh, or if someone, you know, like, I feel like if it was right financially possible um, and I'm suddenly rich or something enough to be buying fresh flowers every week, then yeah, sure. But um, I can't see that happening in the foreseeable future because I'm an impulse spender um, and my money's much more likely to go on, like, takeouts than it is on flowers, unfortunately. So, yeah. Hmm. Again, I am still, I am still endorsing whichever one of you this applies to. I want some flowers in the raw office for when we reopen, please. And I would like a very nice arrangement. It's going on all the photos across all the socials. Um, yeah, so one of you definitely will have to do that. <laughs> yes, that is a that is a given. You're not getting out of this. Both of us are taking you up on this now. That would be I the prize. Like yes, Excellent. that is the prize. Yeah. The prize. We get you get commissioned by Raw 1251 AM for a bouquet of flowers to the office. Um would I was, I was just going to say, it's quite interesting, Sophie, talking about all your artistic things. So obviously we know you as our head of publicity, who yeah, has to have some form of an artistic nature. Um, 
So yes, it's very intriguing. Rin, what are your thoughts? It's very like... Are we thinking uh, along the same lines here? Yeah, it's a very solid story. The thing is, because there's bits that we know are true, like Mm. about your mom and about, like obviously being a very artistic person. So, you know, the best lies have a little bit of truth in them. So uh, that is very true, Rin. That is very true, actually. Good thinking. That was very philosophical. I'm impressed. <laughs> I just I, I have these moments. It was because Sophie mentioned like the B movie and my brain. <laughs> I sent her on a down her. spiral. That was it. <laughs> it, just, it just went in another dimension. Yeah, the sort of epiphany. It happens once a month. Like this is April's done. Some point another one will happen in May. Um hmm. Right now, judges, who is in the lead? Who, who, do, who do you think, who do you reckon is telling the truth, Enoch or Sophie? For me, and I can't quite justify it yet, it's Enoch, okay. just like by a little bit. I Like again, because there were okay. so many things that I know about Enoch that are like obviously about his school and stuff that I know are true. So I'm kind of feeling Enoch. What are you feeling, Lucy? I'm, you see, I, I do agree with you there. However, however, there are certain, uh, something Sophia said that really ring true. So I am torn. I am torn at the minute. But I think the next one will might make things a bit clearer. Yes, we will see. We are going for a quick break. Thank you very much, everyone. And see you in a minute. Never gone. 
cigarette packet. Classic hit tickets, classic films, independent films, and the
Welcome back, everyone. So just to recap, we have just heard about Sophie's church story. She's someone who loves flower arranging, uh, which makes sense as those who know Sophie know she's very artistic as our head of publicity. Lucy and Rin are a bit undecided right now on who 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 might be the truth teller. Rin thinks it's Enoch just about, while Lucy, I think you're, you're quite indecisive right now, aren't you? I I am, but I think I, I know these those two very well. So I think it'll be quite interesting to see how we do with someone we don't know as well. I was going to say Jude, Jude, Jude is a fresher like me. He's only been part of Raw Twelve Fifty One for a short period of time. I don't think he has met you guys. So yeah, I mean I'm... any Jude, if you are if you are uh, an imposter, one of the liars, you can make this story as grand as you as you want um or you probably won't be because you probably are yeah. telling the truth who knows who knows right anyways uh lucy and rin will make that judgment this statement by the way is i used to do flower arranging as a hobby right 10 minutes start now i've always loved flower arranging and i think one of the original things which started really my love my love affair with flower arranging was that we had this neighbor she was a very old woman she wasn't like a witch she was more of an old woman, a very kindly old woman, who actually came from Japan. Um, actually, she, she didn't come from Japan. She was in a Japanese prisoner of war camp. She was a very, very old woman, and she loved flowers. She had loads of flowers in our garden. It was amazing and, and beautiful. And actually, she died about five years ago, but her lasting legacy on my life um, was the fact that she used to put me on her knee and bob me up and down, and I was bobbing, bobbing, bobbing like a bobbing thing on a bumpy ocean more like a smooth ocean but with definite bumps in it nevertheless and um she used to say with a slight japanese accent i'm not going to try and do a japanese accent now i think i would be cancelled that's uh, a correct term but um she used to say jude this is how you arrange flowers and she had the penstemons the petunias the tulips all of the different sorts of flowers and herbs as well sage um that's the only herb I could think of right now. <laughs> I'm sure there are more herbs out there. Um, and it was it was halcyon days, as they say. Uh, and that's really how I got into flower arranging. And there is more to that story. You can ask me in the follow-up questions, which the judges can choose. I am so excited about this story. I am Ooh. so invested already. How, how old were you when this happened? Because I'm a bit confused. Sure. So I grew up next to this woman. So she was all through my childhood life. She was there in her house next to my house. We lived, actually it was my, my house and my parents' house. I'm an only child actually, much like Dunya. Um, and the there was no fence in between our gardens. So I would often run into the garden in, in the um, bliss of childhood and run amongst the flowers, run amok with the insects and the bees and the birds. And all, all different sorts of animals were in, you know, just everything, what, which was in that garden. Um, but, and, and so she was kind of like a steward of my childhood. Even when my parents weren't there, this old woman called Lucy, actually, um, she was always there for me. Um, and that was, yeah, Lucy is doing a celebratory dance. Yes, you have the same name as this old woman who used, yeah. used to do flower arranging. And in fact, it was Lucy. <laughs> In I'll fact, it, it was this, Lucy. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, we do joke. I'm an 84 year old woman, so it's probably how they like me. Um, the how long did you do it for? So you know, you say you did it when you were younger. Did you carry it on until you know you got into sort of teenage years and things? Yeah, that's that's a that's a really good question, Lucy. And the answer's coming right up. So um, I, I used to work. There's a flower arranging thing right next to the station, um, and I got a job there briefly when I was in year ten. Um, arranging flowers, obviously, right next to the station. Um, and it was right next to the train station. So you used to get sort of commuters, um, particularly male commuters, bold people normally in their 50s. I think their wives must seem really upset or something. Maybe they're working too long or something. So they used to come in very late in the day and come out with, um, with a lovely, beautiful bundle of flowers arranged by me, lovingly. But to be honest, I wasn't very good. In fact, I was really bad. Um, I think Lucy hadn't trained me very well, to be honest. So it only lasted about two months. But the wages were very good. And occasionally I got a tip when I didn't do an absolutely abysmal job. But, you know, I guess, you know, the same thing is I used to be a flower arranger. I'm not, you know, I could still arrange flowers. If you put, if you gave me a load of pen stem and a load of um, flowers of other sorts, I would be able to arrange them. And I think I would make a good fist at it. Um, James, it's I like, like how you're mentioning yeah. flat, names of flowers to really, you know, get up there and give, give yourself an edge over Sophie and Enoch. Yeah, I give Latin names as well if you want. It, it is very impressive. Did you think of another herb? Oregano. Wild oregano. Very different oh, sorts of oregano. Go. Oh my god. <laughs> it must be true if you know all of the sorts of herbs. <laughs> Isn't it more. oregano? <laughs> Actually, they obviously used to do carrots as well, like carrots, um, not actual carrots. That would be really weird, but like carrot flowers. So like, so you know, with a carrot, it has like a carroty uh, leafy bit on the top. And sometimes you get very nice flowers on there. Um, so obviously that's how the flowers travel. They don't actually travel, but there's pollen at the top of these carrot things. I'm getting very, um, yes, but there were there was pollen at the top of these flower things and the carrots, beautiful, beautiful flowers that carrots have. Um, carrots are not herbs. I don't know why I brought up carrots, but that was one of the interesting facts, fun facts. This is so educational. It is. There is one thing, I know you can't answer directly, it's just one observation I'm gonna make. You mentioned petunias and tulips in the beginning. Now you do, normally get bunches of tulips and things and tulips obviously come from bulbs and stuff like that so you can have them in the garden but you can also have bunches of them petunia is typically a flower that you wouldn't like arrange in a bouquet they are normally ones that you'd have in like plant pots in the back garden so that's guess, my yeah that's my yeah. no obligation to answer please because that is quite no, 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 I'm, not, I'm not asking i'm not asking a question that is just an observation Lucy. When did you become this like flower expert? I helped my mum in the garden with Do you arrange flowers. I don't it's arrange flowers. Yeah. Lucy, Lucy's the real, the real the truth teller here. It's not the contestants, right. it's her. She's a flower arranger. Yeah. Well, um, just, maybe she was, was the first petunia flower arranger. I guess you said you know, it wasn't normal uh, bundles of flowers. This wasn't a normal bundle of flowers. That's all I have to say to that. So, done the old switcheroo on you, I see. Very well done. I will give you that. That was very good. It's not just flowers. Right, no. guys. 
Before we wrap up with Jude, any more questions from our judges? This story okay. had so much range. I don't have any more questions. <laughs> I was just going to say, just what, everything what was covered. Yeah, if you say one thing, what was the one thing you enjoyed about it the most? Um, I enjoyed the time I spent with Lucy. And even in her last moments, she was an inspiration to us all. Very emotional. I can see Enoch and Jude are going for the emotional, you know, the emotion, trying to really tug at our heartstrings. Rin and Lucy, let's see if you'll uh, you'll be impressed by either one of their stories. And with that, I will give you guys a minute or two to decide while we go for a very quick break. Looking for a bite to eat at the Warwick SU? Daily specials and fine dining experience at the brand new Canopy. Karaoke, pub grub and lager on tap at the Dirty Duck. Salad and sarnies to go in the bread oven. Or a latte link up at Curiosity. There's something to suit any taste and any budget. And if you've got a big night ahead of the copper room, start it right at Tea Bar. With speciality cocktails. Best stock prices. And our expertly stocked bar overlooking the piazza. At Warwick SU Outlets, there's something to satisfy every taste. Get your 
Hey guys, welcome back. I am going to give our three contestants the opportunity, the one last opportunity, to say a quick sentence to convince our station managers, our judges, who really is a truth teller. Right, is anyone so eager, so eager to really get that commission from Raw to flower arrange at the studio that they want to go first? Enoch, Enoch is eager again. You're yeah. eager first. And now it's you again. You really um, must love flower ranging. Yeah, look, you heard my story. It's true. I, I don't know how to convince you. Sophie, you're up next. Convince us. Is flower ranging um, your hobby? Okay, so I'm just going to be, be level with you here. Mine's the truth. I didn't need a sob story. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, they're using these massive persuasive tactics. But reality is, my story's not a sob story. It was just a part of my life that happened. It's a hobby that I sometimes still engage in because I'm a bit arty and it's something I've just done. It's like you pick up knitting for a bit. I picked up flower arranging for a bit. You know, I didn't need a sob story to tell you that that was a hobby because that's all it is. It's just a hobby. Jude, give us your last statement. Well, there are many things I could swear on to prove my, um, to prove this indeed. I loved flower arranging. I still do love flower arranging. So I shall swear on this tea strainer. It's got a bit of old grey in the bottom of it. And that is what I shall be swearing on. You can't see this on the radio. Just imagine a tea strainer. Slightly mouldy tea strainer. But a valuable tea strainer nevertheless. Guys, what do you think? Ren, Lucy, tell us. I am going to argue that that is why Sophie is lying. Because... Enoch just wants me to be angry and not guess correctly. <laughs> and I know that's what he's trying to do. Um, I don't know. I still think it's Enoch. I'm, I'm still going to stick to that. Bearing in mind, if Enoch is the truth teller, he wins the game. Yeah, but I'll feel right. I feel like I will have won because <laughs> I would have guessed right. So. Okay. Okay. Rin, is that your last my thought fantasy. then? It's, I think that's my last thought, but I will actually, like, I want to hear what Lucy has to say. Yeah, because you guys do have to come to a yeah. combined decision. Oh, yeah. You see, because I'm, I'm thinking, uh, yeah. So I, I am leaning more towards Sophie, just because I can see it being a more, you know, the fact that it isn't, such emotionally binding like it's not it's not too deep a story I can also see that with her artistic tendencies where we've been sent pictures and paintings and drawings and things over the past year and her creativity um I'm sorry Jude I I don't it's the petunias that did it for you mate I'm sorry the petunias Nah, I, if you're if it is you though, I am, I deeply apologise. I admire that you got petunias in a bouquet. Um, while while I yes. do think that story is fake, I have to say I have so much like respect for you for that. That was a roller coaster. They're gonna make one of those like Netflix films. <laughs> yes, on, yeah. you know? yes, yes, yes. That's solely, and you know I can see I I, I can see how it came about. Um. But I just, you know, I don't so know. much, so much detail that we didn't ask for, and it was like, it, I don't know if, if that's too much detail. No, because there's detail, and then there's detail. No, but there is like, I don't know. Sophie's being too strategic for me. Like <laughs> I thought, I thought like 
I think if you lie and make a really emotional story, it's really like obvious if you're forcing it. Um, sorry, Jude. Mm. Uh, <laughs> if you're making <laughs> if you're making a dramatic on purpose, and that didn't feel that like on purpose, like forcefully. It isn't very often that we disagree on stuff. So this is this is a first. We do to be fair. Well, no, where. Right, okay, where Raw is concerned, we agree on most things. Where TV, popular culture, and all the sort of that, we completely disagree on everything most of the time. Lucy, yeah. you swaying towards Rin's opinion of it being Enoch or Rin? Are you also going to say it's Sophie? If I'm wrong, like, I'm sorry, but I do feel like it is Enoch. Okay. Well, seeing as I've, I've you know, I've okay, been so, in this job a year, so, you're new, I am going to let you take the lead. <laughs> on this decision go on then we'll okay. go with Enoch. so our judge's decision is that Enoch is the one that is telling the truth while Sophie and Jude are lying am I correct in saying yes okay yeah according to you guys Enoch used to do flower arranging as a hobby in the past right in three two one Truth teller, unmute and reveal yourself, please. That would be me. Um, <laughs> I, I was doing <laughs> the whole time. Oh, oh my god! You guys are pointing out that they both took the same line <laughs> technique. I really tried to help you. I made it really obvious that I was talking about why I did it. Like the story is so clear. Why else would I make up some random church story? Like, Thank you. It just made more sense. When you see, I am a much more perceptive individual. You know, just I, wasn't, I like. I just, <laughs> Look, I when, just felt you were being like. My life what? just isn't a sob story when it comes to flower arranging. I'm sorry, <laughs> okay. I have another tragic main character backstory, but it's not flower arranging. Oh my god! And that's not Enoch's tragic backstory either. <laughs> I'm. I'm clearly. Listen, I'm gonna play drag. Blame Drag Race on this because yeah. recently they've just been like, well, if you don't have a horrible like backstory, we're not gonna let you win. So clearly, <laughs> clearly, that's what I've been swayed by. You're comp- you, you took a risk. You're compassionate. It shows you're compassionate. You know, you heard Enoch's story. Your heart broke in pieces. I don't blame you. Um, How do you feel, Enoch, having fooled uh, our judges? Well, primarily Rin. How do you feel? Um, slightly guilty to be honest. I didn't think it would be that easy, but I'm glad. I'm glad it works. I'm glad. I, I guess I could lie more now because I can get away with it. I think this is this is good to know. Please do not say that as our treasurer. I mean, to be fair, Enoch, I of course knew it was Sophie all along, but you were convincing me at one point. Sophie, tell us how do you feel? You know, you've lost, unfortunately, um, today. I'm not that bothered because it clearly just shows Rin has no faith in me, and why would I? <laughs> why would I do a flower arrangement for a station manager that has no faith in me? To apologise because, like, while I was really convinced by Enoch's story for some reason. I just felt like I imagined like the flowers in the church were really, really beautiful. Like that's the one thing that like stood out to me. So if you can like send me some pictures of that. I don't have pictures because I was so young. But generally speaking, like I it did take me a while to even remember this fact about myself this morning when you popped up because I you were like, oh quirky facts about you. And there's so many I like, you know, I'm not quirky, but I have a few things that I'm like, yeah, this is my quirky fact. Except I tell everyone all of my quirky facts. <laughs> so this is really difficult. So, you know. 
You know, what was funny is that I thought someone told me they did flower arranging and I genuinely thought it was Enoch when I heard it was Enoch joining the call. Before we wrap up, Jude, tell us how you feel. Unfortunately, none of our judges uh, believed you. (laughs) It was the petunias. I'm telling you, it was the petunias. Yeah, I mean, when when you said um, petunias don't go in a... What do you call it? A bouquet. I don't even know. I don't even know the terminology. That's <laughs> how uh, little I know about flowers. Like, it was a very good story, though. It was a very good story. I admire the imagination that went into that. It was very I, well thought out. I, 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 like compared it to a Netflix film on purpose because we just had this character, the old lady, and then she just disappeared, <laughs> just like that. I have to say, it for me, it was when you said Japanese neighbor. No, it's like it's when you went Japanese neighbor, then you're like, wait, no, Japanese internment camp. Like, yes, <laughs> that really, that's the, really the bit for me was the bobbing on the knee. You just stuck at it for so long. It was like you were just stalling your story to work out what you were going to say. Like, you haven't just had 20 minutes like, to come up with like, question, Lucy, some crazy thank you. story. Um, <laughs> Jude, none of us believed you, but you have made us all laugh, I have to say. That's... Maybe Jude is the real winner, because I'm sure you've made our listeners laugh. I think, Jude, you're the real winner here. Hey. Right, guys, a massive, massive thank you for being a part of the very first One Truth, Two Lies. I really hope you enjoyed it. I certainly have. I mean, <laughs> I'll be laughing about these stories for the rest of the night tonight and probably for the rest of the week. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. And uh, listeners, I really, really hope you enjoyed Make sure to tune in again next week where we'll be having Are You Smarter Than Electra? Guys, thank you so, so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you.